Welcome back, everybody, to the Beat Pack Podcast, your go-to podcast for upcoming creatives and artists. My name is Nathan, a.k.a. Locomoco. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whether you're on your morning commute, or maybe you're just working today, or maybe we're just playing in the background, I appreciate you guys tuning in. So without further ado, let's get into our guest. Our guest today is based in Los Angeles, California. He's a fitness model, actor, content creator, and personal trainer. Everyone, please welcome Charlie Marshall. What's going on, man? How you doing today? What's up? Thank you for having me on the show. Of course, man. It's super. I'm super grateful that you're able to come on, man. You know, obviously, um, shout out to the Benzen twins, Nate, Drew, and shout out Dylan, shout out all of MNLA in general yes. for introducing us. Um, I had the opportunity to meet Charlie at a uh, at a house party, and he explained to me what he was doing. I checked out his Instagram. And it's very clear that he's doing really big things for himself. And so it's honestly amazing just to be in the presence of a pretty established content creator and fitness model and um, overall an actor as well. So, um, yeah, Charlie, do you want to speak a little bit upon yourself real quick before we get started? Just a little bit about yourself real quick. Yeah. So uh, I just recently moved out to L.A. I was living in San Diego before because okay, military. So, okay. uh, yeah, I did Hell six yeah. years in the Navy before getting out. Um, okay. I was like, okay, I know this isn't my end goal, so I need to like, totally, totally. push into figuring out what I want to do. And I kind of just dived into the acting and modeling. So That's what's up, bro. That's what's up. Um, cool. So, yeah, so based in San Diego, let's jump into um, – I know we're kind of jumping straight into this podcast real quick, but – I do want to touch on some of your early beginnings. And where are you originally from? I'm originally from New Orleans, gotcha. uh, but I was a military brat, so okay. we moved all around a lot. <laughs> got you. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Military brat. Okay. So um, was it your father or was it your, your whole family was just in the military? My, yes, my stepdad. Stepdad? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. And so New Orleans, how many, where, how many places have you lived in? Jeez. <laughs> uh, on a count of, um, I would say probably four places long term. Long term, got you. And then the other place was like very short term, and then we'll just hop around. Right, right. Wherever, you, wherever you guys were stationed for that period of time. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Okay. So, hopped around. Obviously, I know I've met a lot of military kids, and that's kind of the lifestyle, right? It's just constantly moving wherever they need you. Yep. Right? Okay. And so. Um, where was it? Um, when did you move to San Diego? Is, where, is that is that where you settled so, down? So that's Diego? where I got stationed. So gotcha. uh, the last place that we moved to was Texas. That was when my stepdad got out of the military. Got gotcha. you. Gotcha. We settled down in Texas, Dallas, and pretty much I finished off my high school of the year there and okay. still a little bit of college. During that time period is when I decided to join the military. And gotcha. well, that what brought me to California. Thank you. Well, first of all, I just want to... Before you even go forward, thank you so much for your service. Thank you for, you know, obviously your whole family has been really committed to it. And so um, on behalf of everyone at BPAC and myself, thank you for your service. Thank you. Of course, man. So, um, okay. So high school, you were uh, like when you were a freshman, is that when you were settling down in Texas or how old were you when you really officially settled down? Settling down in Texas, we moved there the end of my freshman year. Okay. Um, Okay. So pretty much sophomore year is when I... Was in Texas. Got you. Okay. So, sorry. When did like the acting and the content creation and fitness really become a big role in your life? So, throughout my high school year, I kind of got into, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm, I've always been into fitness or not so much fitness, but sports. Got you. Uh, I played soccer 
since I was a little kid all the way through high school. Gotcha. And then I played basketball and football a little bit here and there, but didn't stick. Soccer was like the only thing that stuck with me. I feel you. I feel you. Um, but because of that, I was always an athletic person. Yeah, totally. Um, but it wasn't until college is when I got really into like weightlifting mm. and wanting to even become like a personal trainer and help other people. Got you. Got yeah. you. Okay. And so college, was that through the military as well? Or were you, um, was that after the military? So I started college right after high school. Okay. Um, I did do a little bit of uh, theater when I was in high school. Okay. So that's kind of where the acting came from. But I didn't I think that was going to stick either. So I just kind of totally. was like, that was just something. Right, right. Full time right. until soccer season came back. <laughs> right, totally, totally. Um, but when I got to college, I didn't do soccer anymore. You know, I didn't have any sports going oh, on. I so I, I got into weightlifting. And then I was like, okay, what else can I do to, you know, spend my time wisely on and I was totally. like, let me get into some more acting and see how that goes. So that's I started awesome. to do that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's really important. What did, what did you go to um, school for? What was your major? Originally? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Compu- I know it changes, right? It changes sometimes. Computer engineer. Okay. Okay. But, that's, and, what my, that's what my, my brother's going to be. That's what my brother's going to be. But in high school, I was going to be a veterinarian. <laughs> okay. Okay. Did not go through. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Interests change, right? It, it, all, it all varies. I mean, I know... For a fact, I have friends that started as like math majors and then they graduate with political science degrees. It's like it flips completely. So it happened. I think it's pretty normal. It's pretty normal. Yeah. Um, at what point? So and then did it switch at all throughout college? I mean, obviously, I know it switched in high school. Did it um, change after a couple of years or so? Well, once I started getting into fitness and learning that I didn't really like coding that much. Right. I was like, okay, maybe I need to change this. <laughs> I don't want to be sitting at a desk in front of a computer screen for hours just trying to fix somebody's computer. Gotcha. I didn't think that was going to be my lifestyle. So I was like, you know what? Right. Maybe I can go a fitness route because I do love being athletic. Totally. I love like fitness realm. Totally. So I started to uh, pretty much learn what I can learn for building the muscle, how nutrition, all that. And then right. I went in ahead and got my certification to be wow. a personal trainer. And then once I did that, I was like, okay, I actually like this. So I went and switched it over to kinesiology. Kinesiology, yes. I have a, at my local gym, like every, 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 everybody there is a kinesiology major, but it's like, it's rigorous though, right? People, I don't think people underestimate how rigorous a kinesiology major is. Very much. <laughs> classes that it takes to become, to have a degree in that is. So, um, yeah, would you recommend it to people that are into fitness, like to pursue that route, or is that something that you may want to keep under wraps? I mean, I think it's good to do only because it opens your knowledge. Like, mm-hmm. it gives you a lot more uh, info to understand the body completely. Gotcha. For you being a trainer, or even just just you working out for yourself, it teaches you a lot to like improve your body or anyone else's body. Right. So right. I think it's it's a good major to do. Definitely if it's going to be a career-wise for you. Totally. Definitely totally. go for it. Totally. Got you. So now um, you finished college, right? You know, like you. So I'm, I'm currently... Still enrolled? I'm currently enrolled now because I took a break. Mm-hmm. And when I took a break, I joined the military. That's when you joined the military. And for got the you. past six years, I was just doing military and kind got of took you. that break. So now I'm back in and I'm just trying to finish it off. For sure. For sure, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. I... School, man, I, I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast, but school is always so difficult for me. And I think everybody nowadays has some kind of like attention thing. I have the biggest, I can't say it. I'll be 
in an hour and a half lecture and I'll be sitting there taking notes for the first 45 minutes and then the next 45 minutes, I'm dazed Bro, off. I'm dazed saved. off. I can't even, I cannot focus for the life of me, man. So I went to a junior college right out of high school and I'm still enrolled, but um, it's just at the time when I started, I wasn't like mature enough, you know, to really understand the value of it. Um, so that's awesome that you're still pursuing it because it takes, it takes some real rigor to go through that. Definitely. And I feel like, I mean, I'm not saying school is for everybody. You don't have to do school to do whatever career you're doing, you know, for sure. There's other ways around it a lot of times, but for me, I want the best opportunities Mm. when it comes to my career and being able to just do the schooling to understand for me Totally. To be able to help someone else the best I, I can. Right. That's why I'm doing it. Right. And I think it shows too, like, um, definitely when you're, uh, like, as a personal trainer, like, I feel like a degree in, or in uh, kinesiology, like, that, like, only boosts your credibility as a personal trainer. Right. And so um, that can only elevate your, uh, your client base, your uh, credibility, obviously. Um, so that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So, um, so it took some time off. Joined the military. Um, for, was that your parents' influence or was that completely by your choice? So my stepdad was definitely kind of influencing me to do it. Got you. Which I, at the time, I was pushing it off. Mm-hmm. Um, I pushed it off a lot because I was Got like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I, I already that. seen how you were when you are in the military. I already seen how, I, you know, had our family, like, separated all the time. So I was totally. like, um, I don't want to do that. But... Um, what pushed me to actually just go for it was during 2014, I had tore my esophagus. Oh man. Um, and a lot of people were like, how did that happen? <laughs> um, well, I was diagnosed with GERD earlier that mm. year. Um, GERD is, if you have active reflex, a lot of people have it, but Mine was the worst case of acid reflux. Jeez. So what it did was it ate away the flap that's supposed to close up your stomach after food goes through your mm. esophagus. Well, my flap is completely gone. Jeez. So all the acid from my stomach, just it just comes back up and it's just constantly doing Damn. it. Damn. So it had eroded and scarred my esophagus. So when I got sick from a normal cold, it was so weak that right. it tore. Right, yeah. Jeez, man. So I was sick. Jeez. I was down for like um, seven months. Wow. Couldn't eat no. anything but mashed potatoes and gravy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, it's man. <laughs> That's not part of the meal plan. That's yeah. not, that was not part of the meal plan. That's crazy. So during that time, I had lost a lot of weight. I dropped right. down to 120 and stayed there Jeez, the whole man. time. And I was, at the time, I was 155 with a goal to reach 160 by the summertime. And, and I just lost yeah. it all. And yeah, that, that's got to be a big... That must have been a pretty big change in your life then. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. It made me stop doing a lot of things and kind of like take a step back. And I was like, mm. okay, do I want to continue doing what I'm doing? Because I was like doing a lot. I was 20, 21. Right. And I was managing my brother. He's a, he's a dancer. I had a dance group that I was managing. And then I was right. working part-time while doing full school Jesus, full-time. Man. Yeah. So just... So, I was doing a lot. Yeah, you got like 80-hour work weeks. <laughs> Literally. That's, at a 22-year-old, 21-year-old. That's crazy. So when that happened, it was just kind of like a slow down, okay. reset, figure out if this is what you really want to do. Gotcha. And during that time period, I was like, let me go to the military. Let me go travel for a little bit. 
Got you. New place, Explore, right? experience new things, and then figure out, okay, what I want to do. Got you. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like, so you were, you said you were in the military for six years, right? Yes. Wow. So you really have only, okay, so six years and that was all stationed in San Diego? Two of those years was Lemoore, okay. going towards Fresno area. Okay. But okay, still so California. Got you. Okay. And, okay, so, and, and what branch were you in? Navy. The Navy. Got you. Okay. So throughout that time, obviously, how would you rate your military experience while you were there? If you don't want to talk about it, we don't got to talk about <laughs> it. But. So I would say the military is something I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest everyone just say, oh, let's go do it. Um, totally. If you have your goals, go for it. But personally, I think I wouldn't go straight out of the high school. I'll go to college mm-hmm. first, right? And figure if explore that's your good. options. And then if that doesn't work out, go the military route. Because I I've met a lot of people that went straight to the military out of high school, and mm. you, you kind of don't really get to grow up the way you should grow up. Right. right? Totally. You, yeah. You just yeah, like, exactly. You're you're an instant adult. Yeah. Much. You just jump right into it. Yeah. And you're like, okay, boom, all right. at, all at once. So I feel like being able to go to college a little bit, or even just start working out of high right. school first, and just kind of get that experience first. Okay. Kind of be a little different. Route. For sure. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense, man. Yeah, I have a, I have a few friends that have um that I, that went to the military, and I don't even talk to them anymore. But um, yeah, it definitely is. A, it's a different lifestyle for sure that not many people. And one can handle, or they don't even expect it either. Like they, right. they're getting themselves into something that they don't really know what's going to happen in the next few years. And that's your, and that's you signing your life away for whatever years you, you exactly. know, signed up for, yeah. four, six, yeah. eight years. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, who knows what you want to do in, the, in that time? So, yeah, give yourself a chance. Give yeah. yourself a chance before you go in. Okay. So, what was the, um, what was the turning point where you're like, you know what, I want to start doing fitness. I want to start doing acting. I want to start producing content what was what was the switch that was like you know what this is what i want to do now so after two years being in i realized okay this isn't this <laughs> it's not what i expected this isn't it <laughs> i should have stayed with what my conscious was before you not know true. the right. military but um yeah when i was in i was just like man i don't want to keep dealing with this and there's things that in, in every industry, right, totally. you deal with certain things. You know, there's a lot of yeah. BS and stuff that you definitely So much, with. dude. So and much. for me, the turning point was, okay, do I stay with this career and accept this BS, mm. which I don't even care too much for this career, right. or go to a career that I do care about and I love and deal with that BS? Because, like I said, every industry is going to have your BS. It's a give and take. But right? which, one, and take. which one are you going to love and enjoy most to mm. accept the BS that comes with it? Mm. And that's why I was like, okay, I would rather be in the fitness and entertainment industry and deal with someone yelling at me for something stupid. Right. But I'm doing something that I love. You know? <laughs> Preach it. Preach it, man. Preach it, dude. Hell yeah. Dude. Because I've had these, I've had these talks with my friends all the time, man. Like I cannot, I can't picture myself sitting in like an office. Sure, maybe I'm getting paid, you know, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars a year, but I can't picture myself just sitting there and having to deal with like a boss yelling at me, and then not spending any time with my family or friends, and then only getting so much time off to do whatever I want to do. Um, versus if I pursue a route that may be less traveled, and it may come with more struggles, like you know, more struggles that I have to deal with. But it will eventually give me the freedom that I desire right. out of it. So yeah, it's it's a give and take. It's a give and take, right? But I think I'd, I think you and I and a bunch of others would rather take the path 
on that we're currently on. Okay, cool. So started creating content. Um, now, after you got out of the military, um, right, like what it was like three or four years ago? Uh, I got out last year. Last year? Yeah. Oh, wow. Last Hella recently. August, yeah. Wow. Okay. So were you just like, man, now I just want to move to LA? Or what was like, what was that uh, conversation like with yourself? So I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Uh, within the first two years of the military, once I realized, okay, I want to, I need to start pursuing this if I'm going to get out and do it. Right. Right. So I started creating just fitness videos at the gym mm-hmm. and I kind of started like seeing, okay, I'm kind of getting a following from this. People right. are liking this. Gym Interaction. Interaction. So I was like, okay, so I'm, I keep putting that out. And then, uh, I had some friends I was in the military that was trying to pursue like photography or videography. Mm. So they would collab with me. They helped me make my videos or help me just shoot pictures, you know, in the gym and just to kind of help yeah, build like them. Some collabs, like, right? Give some or take, collabs. right? And we're growing together and, um, some of those pictures came out like super dope. And I was like, you know, I can use this as a portfolio. So I submitted it to uh, my fitness agency that I'm with now. Wow. They're the first ones that I actually submitted to. And they're the first ones that contacted me. There so it was kind of cool because it was like, okay. But when, um, so 2018, they reached out to me. I was like, hey, can you come in, sit down and talk? Uh, we've been following you for a year now. And I'm like, wow, wait, <laughs> you've been following me? <laughs> I, don't even know, I didn't even know you were following me. Okay, cool. Right. So the fact that I was like already like planning to submit to them, they already been following me. It was just like meant to be. Right, um, right. So yeah, so I did that and then uh, got stationed in San Diego. And although like they were giving me opportunities to like audition and book things, mm. the military kept getting in the way. Uh, so I was declining almost everything that they and oh, they man. were sitting me, which sucked because, like, you see the money, you see what you can yeah, do. Yeah, it's like, I promise I want it. I promise I want <laughs> like, it. And I'm like, I signed with you guys, and I haven't done anything for the, since yeah. 2018. I was Literally. like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but um, funny enough, like, right when I got out, they uh, sent me something, and I was like, yes, I booked something with them. First time. Wow. So it was cool. I, I got to uh, perform or be a part of the performance with Tony Braxton. And that was for, uh, it was a Super Bowl thing that she did for, wow. um, uh, what's his name? Brian Allen. He had wow. like a little uh, show a call. It was like, I think it's called Music and Comedy okay. Festival. Gotcha. Um, that that aired huge. on NBC. Wow. Yeah. So I got to be in my uniform, Navy. There you go. So, you know, yeah. yeah was, and that was your first, that was your first gig? That was that? my first gig for my fitness. <laughs> 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 gotcha. I have to be with this since 2018. Like, okay. <laughs> but it was cool. It was really cool. Totally, man. That's awesome. Okay. So, um, so you signed, what's the name of the agency one more time? It's Movement Talent Agency. Movement Talent Agency. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And you've been signed with them for a while now. For sure. And are they the ones that are able to get you into, uh, into the door with all these other opportunities that you've had? So... When it comes to the opportunities that I've gotten to take has been me pretty much doing a lot of networking. Um, And networking throughout my whole time in the military, coming up to LA, going to different events, having those networking opportunities is what kind of got me a lot of these gigs that I got while I was in the military Mm. due to the fact that I couldn't accept any gigs from my actual agency. Right, (laughs) right. So so, uh, I remember going to... uh, my first time going to the LA Fit Expo. Mm-hmm. Uh, huge, massive. Which is huge, yeah. But it was, I never like had an interest of going 
which kind of weird because I'm in the fitness industry, so why wouldn't I go, right? <laughs> but I never had an interest until Fit TV Network, uh, David, the owner over there, reached out to me. He was mm. like, hey, I just saw you you move down to San Diego. Are you coming down to the LA Fit Expo? Mm. And I was like, no, nah, probably not. Uh, <laughs> 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 and he was like, well, if you come... I want to introduce you to the team and see if we can work with you. And I'm wow. like, okay, well, I guess I'm going. I'll make some time. I'll make some time. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go. <laughs> but ever since I went, being there, I met a few other people, uh, mm. got to be able to collaborate with some other people that I met there, some brands right. that I met there. And then one of the brands that I started collaborating with, uh, Sam, she was a, another like influencer for that brand. Mm-hmm. And she had reached out to me for a different thing. It was called the oh. Murph Challenge. They have... Uh, the Murph, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that brand reached out to me. And it was like, hey, we want you to be one of the guys for the face of the Murph Challenge. Wow. And I got to be that. I've, I've done it pretty much almost every year. Totally. Uh, I didn't do it this year because things been going on where I'm super just, busy, like, super, super busy, busy now. And I'm up in L.A. But... um. Yes, but pretty much when I was in the military, that was like my my big gig that I always I always look forward to every year because <laughs> right that was they always reached your out claim to, to fame, me. your time to shine. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Hell yeah. So okay, yeah, that's that's got to be a really humbling experience and to be surrounded by amazing you know fitness and the fitness community overall is just super supportive. I feel like, um, and so to be able to take part and be the face of something like that must have been huge for you. Definitely, and because. These guys were also other uh, veterans from like the Marines or the Army, right? Or right. they were firefighters, or you know. So yeah. being around that that environment just felt like I was back in like a natural, like exactly. felt, you know, yeah, comfortable, felt, felt comfortable. comfortable, very comfortable. comfortable. And they gotcha. made it, it. They made the shoots go so well that Super it was just sweet. like okay. Is this how all the shoots are going to yeah. be? Because you know? it's like, okay, I, I, can, I can do this. You Got know? you. Let me, let me book some more. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's so funny, man. That's hilarious. Yeah, because, you know, definitely not many people. I know there's a, lot, there's a lot of people in L.A., but I don't think many people even know what being on set of a shoot even is like. And so, um, yeah, even me, personally, other than the documentary, shout out Do What I Want, shout out Jay Ferrer, but that w- that's really been one of my first few shoots other than some music videos that I've ever really gotten to put hands on and be a part of. And so luckily they made it smooth as well, but I feel like not all of them go as smooth as we always want them to go. No, no, no. <laughs> I've definitely been on a couple that was like, Hell okay, yeah. do you yeah. know what y'all do? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is, man. Cool. So um, before we get into Alice, I, I do want to just touch on some more fitness stuff too. So um, you've had some really cool collaborations, man. I've seen you, you, you collaborate with um, I, I, like Jeff, Jeff X Tings. You've probably with like Lean Beef Patty I've seen. Um, all people that are like household names in the fitness industry. Um, are these all people that you've just been able to meet at the expo or do you, how do you get them to do content with you? Like what's been your main way of getting that done? So to be honest, I reach out to people um, mm-hmm. or I've, I've gotten to a place where I'm comfortable enough to mm-hmm. just like go for it, shoot my shot. Gotcha. Right. So, so you know, they always say slide in the DM, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I was slide, I was sliding, like shoot my shot, say, Hey, I got this podcast or I got this, you know, content idea that I want you to be a part of. And if they're down, usually a lot of times they're down, but I've oh, had man. a lot of people that's like, you don't have a following that, or, or, uh. or I ran into people that was like, once your podcast is big enough and I'm like, okay. Yeah. 
once it's big enough, I probably won't come back to you. Exactly. So <laughs> oh, it's okay. We're good. <laughs> That's so, it's so crazy that you said that because I went to a networking event not too long ago, maybe about a week ago. And most of everyone there was cool. And I'm not going to drop names or whatever, but I asked a certain someone, I came up, he looked like he was popping. I'm like, yo, man, you look like you're doing your thing. You started chopping about, uh, chopping about, about music. And I was like, yo, I do a podcast. You seem like you got a great story. Um, I want to have you on. And it's funny because he's from San Diego. Yeah. And he goes, oh, man, yeah, man, you're going to want me on. I'm popping off. You're going to want me on your podcast. And in my mind, I'm like, bro, I thought you were so cool. Right up until that moment, man. Yeah. Like, you make yourself yeah. look like, like, it's just not humble. You know, no, there's no humility. He just digged himself a grave. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, man. And so, um, yeah, I think a big part about um, making connections like that is also just being a genuine person and, and being humble and having humility. But it's kind of hard to say that because when, whenever you hear someone say, like, I'm such a humble person, that's like the least humble thing they could be. Right. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I think the moral of the story, though, is as far as collaborations go, don't be afraid to shoot your shot. Literally. Yeah. Um, and for me, I think it, it comes down to if they can see your value mm-hmm. or they can see the vision, most people will be down. And that's how it was. I just shot a, a going kind of off track of the fitness, but of back to the acting. I was just shot my first scene, I, whole production thing going on here, literally here. Yeah. Uh, I wrote a script. I want to show. I seen that. I seen that. I want to show a different side of me um, that I haven't been able to like book and show. Mm. So I've been learning Tagalog. Um, That's so crazy. That I was just about to bring that up. I'm like, <laughs> do your thing. I, yeah, no, thank you. We'll perfect. get there. But I've been learning Tagalog. And I've been, most of my friends since I've been living in California have been majority Filipino. The Navy's kind of huge with the Filipinos. Totally, and then totally. just San Diego in general, like in the huge gyms that I was going to, I've always ran to a lot of Filipinos. So, huge Filipino. um, so being around them and being able to hear the language, I was just, that interest came up a lot. It's like, man, I need to like figure it out, figure it out. I need to learn it. Yeah, to communicate um, totally. But learning it. I wanted to showcase it, but in a form that I can put it out there for my demo reel. But I wasn't I wasn't able to book anything that would have done it. So I went ahead and created it myself, you know? So I was like, how can I create a script? First time writing a script, but I was like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I did it. I had some help with, you know, translating to make sure that everything translated correctly. Right, made sense. Filipino um, and speaking Tagalog. But um, doing that, had like reached out to a couple of people. It's like, hey, I have this idea. It's not really out there. I don't see it. I've been watching so many Filipino movies. I don't <laughs> see this. And I think this is something that needs to be represented. And they wow. believed in it. They was like, yes, let's do it. Wow. So had, I want to say it was like seven, of us, seven actors here. Jeez, man. That's crazy. It, yeah. That's awesome. Are you Filipino at all or? A little bit? So, so I have a little bit. <laughs> so I did some research. Um, well, I already, I knew I had a mixture of different nationalities because being from New Orleans, I'm, a, I'm Creole. Um, and sure. Creole is like, a, it's like gumbo. Got you. A Got pot you. of everything. Hell yeah. Okay? Hell yeah. And with that, I already knew I had French. I knew I had Portuguese in me. Um, I did not know I have 
I had Irish, but I found that out when wow. I found out I had a little bit of Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you do like a twenty three and so, me or is so, that um so I did I did do twenty three and me, but I also did like just research over my whole family, talked to my grandmother, mm. found out we had Indian in us, um wow. found out a whole bunch of stuff just talking to her and about our family. And I've always been big on like knowing my family history. So mm. I've been working on stuff since high school of trying to like put wow. things together. Just digging deep, yeah. right? Um, wow. And then uh, constantly like trying to dig, pick my grandmother's brain. Right, so right. she can like, give me, what else do you remember before? You know, cause right, right. As, as she gets older, she's going to forget. So I'm trying to get as much I can keep and I've been like logging it. So wow. I want to create a book, but that's for another story. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's how I found out. For sure. Dude, that's amazing. Like, yeah, because definitely maybe if you were to look like maybe 20 years ago or even even as recently as maybe a decade ago, um, Asian culture and even especially Pacific Islander Filipino culture was very rarely ever represented uh, over here in the West, mm-hmm. right? Sure, they're popular over there, but definitely out over here, rarely ever represented. Now we're blessed to have um, amazing uh, Asian American actors, obviously MNLA coming up as you know a big Filipino yep. boy band, um, but um, it's awesome that as someone that respects the culture and respects um, just you know everything that encompasses it in general, and that you're you're pushing it is amazing. But actually, I think that's actually just a perfect segue to go straight into some acting stuff, though. So, um, for those of you who don't know, um, Mr. Charlie here has been in variety of different projects um most recently and i think most notable as well you were in the wedding hustler yes right? i was and i man i've been low-key searching around trying to find that movie i cannot find where to watch it right now but i am trying to find it um but why don't you um shed some light on how that that process wasn't being able to take part in such a big project okay but so let's do this if you want to find and watch the wedding hustler you mm-hmm. can look it up on amazon prime okay. uh youtube has it um, okay there's a lot of streaming uh, services that you should be able to find it now. Gotcha. Um, so just look up The Wedding Hustler and you should be able to find it. So getting into my Filipino culture, <laughs> right? Right, right, right. Uh, when, I booked that, uh, when I booked the opportunity to work on the movie, I was not even planning to have like a speaking role, nothing, mm. nothing big. Um, I submitted it. I submitted it to just be like an extra because I was like, okay, I need to get back into acting. Now I'm then getting out of the military. Right. I haven't done anything. So I was gotcha. like, I need to just get back into it. So I was like, you know what? They're casting for extras for this movie. Let me just go for it. Yeah, that's what so I So I reached out and was like, hey, I'm available. The date that they're, they're asking. And I was like, okay, cool. Come and you'll be one of the office guys. That's cool. So we went there. <clears throat> and, you know, for me, I've always kept it in my mind like this is just something I always do go to impress and stand out because mm. you never know who's watching right totally, totally so I put on my best office outfit that I thought was like okay good this, this is me oh yeah um and I went there and literally right when I went there I saw <laughs> one of my homies that I met through the fitness industry who mm-hmm. also got into acting but I haven't seen him since 2019 because COVID and all that. Right. So when I saw him on set, I was like, wait, 
I didn't know you was going to be here. So <laughs> yeah, it's like, we hey, had, what's we, up? We had like a whole shock moment. Right. And I was like, yo. Yeah. He was like one of the, you know, one main actors for it too. And I was like, oh, dude, this is so cool. You know? Yeah, it's like a meet and greet. But, or not a meet and greet, like a reunion almost. Literally. Hell yeah. Um, but uh, when that happened, I guess like we that's when they kind of also found out, the production found out one of their guys that was supposed to be the limo driver was sick with COVID and couldn't come oh, in. Oh, man. So as I'm talking to Ken, he, the, uh, one of the producers come up to me and was like, hey, will you be available for like another day? And oh, would you want to be the limo driver? Because I love the look. Oh, yeah. And I was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm free. Of course. 100%. Of course. He was like, crazy. okay, cool. Could you, do you have like a jacket? And I was like, yeah, I can, I can go get one. I don't right, have it with right. me, but I can go get one. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> you know? right. He was like, okay, just go ahead and go get your jacket and then come back. And I was like, okay, cool. So I left, got my jacket, came back, and then literally it was like, boom, here's the limo driver, gave me some gloves, gave me a hat. Wow. I became the limo driver for the main actors. Right. And during that, there was like, there's going to be some speaking roles. Are you cool with that? I was like, of course. It's going to be my first movie that I can wow. have speaking roles in. Of course, I'm down for it. Wow. So I did that. And Chris, who's uh, the producer and the main actor for it, he was like, Making jokes and stuff is like, bro, you're gonna bust out that shirt. <laughs> you look like you uh, um, work at Magic Mike. He's like, you know, and I was like, just laughing and stuff. But uh, because of that, I had posted a picture on my story. You know, it's like, uh, sexy limo driver. <laughs> it was so funny. But because I posted that, yeah. after the we was finished with that shoot. They had reached out to me and it was like, yo, we have this cool idea. Oh my goodness. Would you be down to <laughs> be a stripper? And, you, and I was like, okay. Okay. It's like, look, I'm listening. I'm listening. It's like, look, we've seen that you compete and we've seen that you competed in your Speedos. We will want you, if you're down, if you're down and comfortable with it, right. we will want you to have like this comedy side of the, the scene gotcha. where we like, Hillary is the wife in the movie. She's right. like asking, how, how did you find this, you know, limo driver? Right. And then Chris. I see that clip. I see that clip. Chris is pretty much like, he's, oh, he's not really a limo driver. He's a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like close to the scene, I'm stripping right. in the back. <laughs> That's crazy, but, man. But that set pretty much had me like bring back good memories of why I want to get back into acting. And mm. since then, I've been having some awesome opportunities, you know. Right. But that was the first one that I got back into the entertainment industry outside the military. Gotcha. Man, so, wow. Yeah, dude, I remember seeing you post about that. Um, how long was production going for? That one was pretty short, actually. I think I want. I don't want to say the wrong dates, but I know at least for me, I was. I only worked two days out of the whole okay. time. Yeah. How long ago was this? Was this, like this about was, a year ago? This was during the summer of last year, so it wasn't wow. a long production gotcha. at all. It was. Gotcha. I want to say maybe two months. Is how. Wow. So they, they were just hammering it out. They were yeah. just like, let's just, let's get this thing out. Awesome, man. So. Yeah, you've had a yeah, you had a pretty solid role in that in that movie. And so um for anybody listening, check out the wedding hustler on YouTube and Amazon Prime, you know, with uh future stream services in the future. 
So that's awesome, man. So you um, and and where did you say you submitted that application to one more time? Where do you, is that through your talent agency or is that through something completely different? No, actually. So I'm a part of a Facebook group, okay. it's the San Diego Actors and Filmmakers Facebook group, and that's I saw a post from Hillary. Actually, yeah. she had posted something. I was like, let me just you know shoot my shot, see what's Hell up. Yeah. Hell and yeah! I got it. And and that, funny enough, I didn't even know this was like a majority of like Asian like production <laughs> until after I was on set and I was like hey almost everybody here is Asian okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh hell yeah I mean here's the beginning of something new <laughs> exactly man that's so funny man that's so funny yeah so um, I just remembered so I, I know we just talked about Wedding Hustler I did want to obviously I saw Jeff walk in um I did want to talk about a little bit about the uh fresh fit is it the FitView, the FitView, right? That's Fit what it's called. Yes, the FitView podcast, right? I remember. Um, I remember. So, I met you um, on, I think it was Dylan's birthday. Yep. And we were talking. And you told me you had a podcast, and I was super interested. Um, I, I don't want to explain what it is for you because, but when I heard about the concept, I was super interested, super hooked. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what your podcast is about and the stuff you do on it? Okay. Yeah. So the FitView is something that was like dear to my heart because I've always wanted to put something out there that kind of showcase everything that I do in my career. And that kind of a mix of entertainment, a mix of fitness, you know, uh, and being able to challenge people. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was watching, um, hot ones and I also watched uh kevin hart's coldest balls and those two, two great shows yeah. and those are two great shows but i kind of got the idea of mixing those two i was like this could be something cool but in a fitness way totally and i was totally. like okay so i was like let's have it where i have influencers actors singers people from you know all industries come on this podcast and while we're interviewing them and getting to know them, I'm putting them through uh, body weight type of exercises. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, the first half of it, it's more of a competition. It kind of gives them a reasoning to actually like give gotcha. their best exactly. because they know other people been on the show that they're trying to beat their score. Right, right. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the second portion of it, we go into like a game mode where we mm. ask, we play some games and like True for Dare or um, we we played, uh, what's another one? I know you have those, uh, like those 60 second rapid questions. Oh yeah, the 60 those second, cool yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So, so cool. stuff like that. And the twist of it is if I lose mm. in one of the games, they become the coach. Ah. And, have, and I have to do the workouts <laughs> while they're like and drilling me. They're putting much. you to work yeah. now. That's so funny. So, That's hilarious. And I love it because they kind of can have some fun with it. And they and you totally. and they put the exercises in whatever order they want. Mm. And you do it for like almost like two minutes. Gotcha. But yeah, it's a, I think everyone should go check it out. Of course. Uh, you can find it on Spotify. Uh, watch it on YouTube. Hell yeah. Uh, and it's also on the Fit TV network. There you go. You heard it here first, guys. Yeah, when I first, uh, I've watched a couple of the segments on Instagram, man. And I think it's great because um, when you're, it, everyone knows that it's social media, everyone's trying to make themselves look the best they can, right? But I think the great thing about podcasts, especially your show and Cold as Balls and Hot Ones in general, is that you get to see a more human side of 
these you know social media stars or these influencers. And so that kind of gives um, you know the audience a more personalized look. Like, hey, these people, yeah, they may look amazing, or they may seem superhuman, but hey, they're also still just people, right? You know, and gives them a more human look. And that's what I really love about your concept and the stuff that you got going on. So, um, do you, are you still, is that something that you're going to continue to do in the future? I know I am. Um, so we completed uh, season one Hell with, yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys know them, but they're called the future Kings. Yes. And yes. Super fight dancers, right? They're dancers, Amazing. singers, Amazing. rappers. They do it all. Um, yeah. And they actually just released their album recently, so wow. you should go check that out. It's it's, it's wow. so good. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Future Kings. They're they've been in the game for a minute, so yeah. that's awesome that yeah. you're able to have them on. That's fantastic, man. Cool. So a big part, um, you know, obviously a big part of the Beat Pack podcast is reaching out to um, this. It's geared towards individuals and creatives that may not have access or may not know uh, the direction they want to take their career in. Now, um, you've had a pretty extensive journey. I know you've had a lot of ups and downs. What are some um, key motivation tools? Let's go into some, maybe some, um, some tools that you use for yourself on how to stay motivated um, in times where you may, may be confused and what to do. So definitely when, when it comes to creating content, that's like one of the biggest things I would say it's kind of hard to stay motivated when things are going on in your life, right? Right. And so you're just like, man, I don't want to go shoot anything. I don't want to do anything, you know? Right. But for me, fitness has been something that's been dear to my heart mm-hmm. because it's it was my way of kind of like releasing stress. Right. When I feel depressed, I go work out and I just, I always just feel better. Uh, even if it's just for the moment, I feel better. Gotcha. So yeah, it really releases those endorphins. Yeah, totally. So getting into fitness, I think for me, my content kind of runs around fitness, mm-hmm. um, even when it comes to acting. Uh, and what I do is when I'm not motivated, I just like you know what, this is not just for me, but it's also for other people that might not be you know might be having a bad day right and and i make gym comedy so my stuff i try to do something that's gonna just put a smile on your face totally you know or make you laugh so i do that and then when it comes to like the acting and stuff like i i I look at it as it's work but it's fun work you know what i'm saying totally so even when it goes to working out like i go into it okay this is my job I need this because mm-hmm. I'm a fitness model. Totally. You know, I got to be able to do this professionally. So if I miss a day at work, what's going to happen? I'm going right. to get fired. You know, so you know I, keep doing that. Wow. So, that is such a great way to look at it. So I just, I, 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 I put myself in that mentality. It's like, okay, if you didn't like your job, you mm-hmm. would still go because you got to make your you money. You know you have to. Right. Exactly. So me with my fitness creating content. Me with going to work out, you know, doing auditions, I still got to make money. Right. So if I'm not in the mood, I just got to suck it up yeah, and go for it. Exactly. You know? I know we talked about that a little earlier. Like um, every career path is com- comes with struggles. Yep. Right? But it all just depends on where you want those struggles to be. And, and then as long as you have a strong mindset, you can really push through that. Right. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Now, um, a lot of people... Um, may not be 
obviously, I think you and I are really blessed to live in California. Obviously, I know you're not from here. I'm actually not even from here. I'm from Chicago. Um, but I'm really blessed to live here and be only you know an hour and a half from L.A. Um, what advice would you give to some people that may not live here in, in order to get their foot in the door? Like I know you say you use social media a lot. Um, what are some tips and tricks on just being able to um, network your way through, through social media in general? So first, I would say even if it's not social media, look in your community because I started mm-hmm. acting in Dallas. Facts. And what I did was I just... Facebook looked up, you know, actors groups. Uh, you. Actually, booked a lot of gigs through Craigslist when Craigslist was huge. I know yeah, it's crazy, yeah. but they still do it know, now. Actually, I've seen some people doing that. But I've yeah. seen people post up there, and it was like, "Hey, we need actors or extras." And it was like, if you're just trying to get your foot in the door, go do some free stuff. It doesn't hurt. Because exactly. it's going to give you the opportunity to see if you actually like it. It's going to give you the opportunity exactly. to build a resume. It's exactly. going to give you some demo reel clips. So go do it. Right. That's what I did. And that's how I got into acting down in Dallas before mm. Dallas even because you know started getting big. Like yeah. now Dallas is, their entertainment industry is growing. Da- Texas and Dallas, Austin, just yeah. down there is huge right now. It's yeah. massive. But, it really is. But when I started, it wasn't that crazy yet. And mm. uh, there was like maybe a gig every once in a blue moon type thing. Right. So it was like, you're lucky yeah, to get you, something. You got to you know? grab it though. You got to yeah. go for it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. doing that, I would say just, just look and do your research. And mm-hmm. then same thing with social media, like put yourself out there. If you're a singer, just do covers, you know, Hell yeah. put your songs out there because you never know who's going to be watching you. Exactly. Who that's can a, reach that's out some great to advice. You. Yeah. That's some really great advice. You never always come, with 100% because you never know who's watching you. Yep. That's amazing advice. That's, um, I did want to move um, maybe into another section of some advice um, for just a lot of young creatives. We want to pursue our passion. We want to pursue the thing we want to do most, which is creating. But sometimes, and definitely in the beginning, that's not putting food on the table, right, in the beginning. Um, now, for you, um, I, obviously, you're pretty far. You're, pretty, you're, you're at a pretty good start in your career. Um, what do you do right now as your day job to uh, just make sure to keep a roof over your head, things like that? So I'm a personal trainer, um, but that can also be in the <laughs> gray area, you know, the gray know area. Uh, so I do, I train at F45. It's a functional hit type of training uh, gotcha. place. It's like class-based? Is it's it class-based, class-based yes. Gotcha. So I train there and then I have personal clients that I work with one-on-one. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Okay. That's, and then so... Is that your main source of your main source of income right now? Yes. Sorry. I know it's kind of a weird taboo subject to talk about, but um, okay. So personal training, and then obviously you get, you get residuals off of um, some of your acting gigs as well. Yes, acting okay. and then my fitness modeling and your stuff, fitness modeling so, stuff as well. Yeah. Okay, for sure. And so and that's able to and then yeah, because right now, man, I'm, I'm sure everyone right now that lives in LA or California in general, it's just so pricey right now, and the the way the economy is, it's absolutely insane. And so to keep a roof over your head is not easy right now. No, and so, not at all. Um, how obviously you have a lot of uh, of a lot of credibility when it comes to fitness. Obviously, you know, just looking at you, right? You can just look at your Instagram. You know that you're a personal trainer. So, um, what are, what are your advices for like just making money in general um, to just make sure that you have enough money to survive while you're pursuing your passion? I say, do what you have to do because. Everyone thinks, okay, well, I'm just going to quit my day job and just go for it. And that's cool if whatever you're going for is bringing in the money like that. 
Right. But if it's right. not, you got to sacrifice, you know? And when it comes to sacrifice, and, and this is another thing when I was in the military, because the military was my, my stable job at first, you know? And gotcha. that's what I was doing as my main job. And then I was working my butt off, you know, acting and doing whatever I right, could do right. outside of the military totally. to build up my name and stuff. So when it comes to that, do your, do your day job. Whatever your day job is, mm-hmm. if you got to work multiple shifts at restaurants and stuff, go for it. Do what you got to do. Because you got to do what you got to do until you're able to do what you want to do. Okay? And that's how I see it. Yeah. I, I use this quote a lot sometimes. Um, and I've heard, I heard it somewhere. I, I always say it, but I don't remember who said it. But they say that you have to sacrifice what you want now for what you want most. Right, so yep. maybe that's going out to a bar to drink, or maybe that's going out to lunch with some friends, but you can't because you have to pick up another shift. You're giving up what you want now, those temporary, you know, emotions or whatever, those temporary luxuries for what you want most, right? Which is the success, the long term, long term things. So um, that's amazing advice. That's exactly what everybody needs to hear. Unfortunately, a lot of people they I, they they say they want it. They say they want to, I want to be a rapper. I want to be an influencer. I want to be a content creator. But then they're not willing to put in the work, the extra hours it's going to take to get there. And so, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a, like I said, it's a road less traveled, but um, the people that make it through become, just like with fitness, right? Just like with fitness, the, it's hard. It's hard to get to that, that end goal. But once you reach towards the end of your journey or once you reach, get to where you want, it's so much more freeing. Right. And exactly. it's, it's that consistency. Consistency yeah. that happens. Awesome, bro. Um, one last thing I did want to touch on, um, and we, you had, uh, did you compete? Did you compete in a bodybuilding in I bodybuilding did. show? Okay, uh, for sure. So, real quick, let's just talk about that real quick because um, I used to be super into fitness. I still am. I still really do appreciate all the hard work that goes into it because it's no doubt that it takes a lot of hard work. Um, do you want to shed a little bit a light on how what prep week is like and what just like the whole season leading up to a show is like? Giving some people some insight on that. Yeah, so I got into bodybuilding in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and prepping for a show, is it definitely takes a lot out of you mm-hmm. because you go from probably not eating on a, a consistent schedule to boom, you need to eat on a consistent schedule. You're eating about like mm-hmm. almost four or five meals a day plus your protein shake. So... Yeah, so, and then you, on top of that, you're having the train, you know, consistency. Right. So, training, for me on prep, I would train every day. Um, there wasn't no days off, because even my days off, it was more of a cardio day, um, right. because I got to get lean and get ready to be on, you know, stage ready. Totally. Um, and then, as far as meals go, people think that you have to, when people think bodybuilders, it's like, oh, you eat that plain chicken and rice. Right. No, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's there's seasonings out there that's low calories. There's mm-hmm. no or no salt, no sodium right. that you can use on your stuff and it still tastes good right. without adding the salt, the the, the calories right. and all that. Same thing with there's zero calorie dressings that does taste good right. that you can use. So yeah, it's a common misconception. Then. Yeah, and I feel like when people don't understand that they're just like i can't do this because i can't eat that every day Mm -hmm. but you can 
Because what I did was, yeah, I might make chicken for a week, but I'm not seasoning the chicken, all the same chicken way. the same. I'm like, I'm like, this half is going to be lemon pepper. This half is going to be, right, you know, right, exactly. mix it up. Switch it up. But you're still using a seasoning that's healthy and good for you that you can still compete with. And then as far as like meals, like I said, I did, I cook, I usually would cook my breakfast every morning, mm. but I would prep my lunches and dinners. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, I think that's that's a real common misconception. And now, were you eating a lot in this time? Is like, it's, it, is it a lot of eating, or is it something that you're trying to restrict it a little bit more? No, you're definitely eating. I felt like I ate more on prep <laughs> than I do not on prep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's it's it's about the quality of the food that you're putting in yourself. Right. Right. Exactly. And, yeah, because yeah, because you could easily you go to like a fast food restaurant, you can easily eat a ton like two thousand calories worth of fast food and not feel full. But if you're eating 2,000 calories of high-quality food, you're super full. Right. Like it's, it's a lot. It's a, it's a big amount. And I think that's a common misconception, too, is people feel like they have to limit themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's another thing I think is people are like, okay, well, I'm trying to lose weight. So they just start cutting so much mm. to the point that they're like only eating once a day. I'm like, that's not healthy still. Uh, you have to eat because what it does is you allow your body to go into like a hibernation mm. type of mode if right. you're not eating enough. Right. Like almost like survival mode, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's like, okay, well, if you're, I'm not going to get enough food today. I need to eat whatever I do consume. I'm just going to store all of it to fat mm. versus sending it to your muscles or sending it to right. use for energy. Right. They just store everything to fat because it's like, oh, right. I don't know when next I'm going to eat. But right. if you're eating consistently... And on a on a schedule, your body goes into that mode of okay, already know I'm gonna have more food to recover this. Mm. So let me send this off to this part of your body, this part of your body, and then dump the rest. And that's what it's supposed right, to do right. naturally. Right. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, you're that's what happens when you eat on a consistent basis right. versus just starving yourself throughout the whole day. Yep. I know there's so many different diets out there, like the, I know keto, like the one meal a day, Atkins, carnivore, right? Um, what's one that you normally stick to? I personally don't go for any of those diets yeah. because I've also seen people that, even just for myself, right. I can eat, you know, these huge meals and they're not, they're not like huge meals as in like each meal is a, it's a lot, right. but it's, I'm eating a lot throughout the day, but they're small portions. Gotcha. And because they're small portions, my body is naturally breaking it down in the mm. time frame that I will feel full right after I eat it, but then two hours later, I'm hungry again. Starving. You know? Man. But it's because your body's on that time schedule. It's like, okay, right. already released everything, now I'm ready to eat yeah. again. Exactly. But exactly. I was able to do that while getting big in the beginning of my prep and still eating the same amount of food, but just change, like slightly changing how much of a certain stuff that I'll eat, and then I'll see myself lean out. Wow. And I'll get from being 165, bulking up, and then drop down to 150 for stage. That's crazy. And I'm like, if I can do that, and, I, and I've seen even women and other people do it, where they eating a lot and then still eating four or five meals a day, but you just change the portions and you change what you're eating for those portions, mm. and you just, boom, lose weight. It's because wow. your, body's, your body's naturally supposed to do that. But if you don't allow it to... Because you're trying to starve it. 
then you're like, okay, well, why I'm not, why I'm not losing weight? Right. Well, you're not eating right. Kinesio- that's, that's that kinesiology coming out right there. That, that's that crazy. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Hell yeah. So yeah, moral of the story, make sure to eat, right? Train on a consistent basis. You'll get there. Yeah. Right. I, I, I think everyone knows abs are made in the kitchen. So you got to get yourself. Exactly. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. Well, Charlie, I think we had an amazing conversation today. I think we covered a lot of great points. Is there anything that you want to bring up right now? I know you got some uh, some future projects working up. Do you want to shout those out right now, or do you want to bring up anything that you want? Yeah. So right now, I am. I mentioned the scene that I shot. 100%. I'm 100%. planning on pitching that to some directors and producers okay, and try okay. to turn that into a film. That's so cool. I'm excited for that. And then. My birthday's tomorrow, so yes, sir. I'm about to go into my 30s. There you go. A, you know, there you go. new mindset, new goals, new everything. 100%. So happy yeah. early birthday, by the way. Thank you. That's awesome, man. Awesome. Well, where can everybody find you on social media right now, Mr. Charlie Marshall? So you can find me, Charlie Made It, on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. All across the platform is Charlie Made It. Yeah. There you go. Here to hear first, guys. Well, Charlie, thank you so much for coming on the Beat Pack Podcast. I appreciate you very much. Everybody else listening at home, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you guys in the next one. Loco out. Thank you, guys. Hey. How you feel? Uh, All right. Good. Yeah. That was a good talk. I oh, appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you, man. I think... Uh,